What's going on, people? We have come to another episode of Moments with Mika. With Rick. And on this week's episode, we're going to be addressing mental health. Uh, it is still an issue. It's a very important issue. We've seen a lot of incidents throughout this year. And uh, we want to dive into it with a little bit more uh, information, statistics, and uh, what we can do to really uh, help the situation. So, me, uh, how was your week? I'm a little scared to ask. Ask about my week. <laughs> how was your week? <laughs> well, you know what? I will say this. Um, this week, um, I've been tested a lot this week. Okay. And I think that overall, I've learned a lot of different things that I probably should have learned in the past. But it took me now to learn that, you know what? Take control. Take power. Take your power back, basically. And that's kind of what I did all week this week. I mean, right. um, I've been attacked. I've been lied about. I've been threatened. You know, I've been used. All, you know, it's been going on for a while, but this week has been a week where everything is just this day this, this day that, this day this. You know, so it's been something every way. Like, every time I turn, every time I look at my phone, it's something different. Okay. So... I learned this week that, you know what, sometimes it's not about talking about what you want to do, and it's not about talking about how you're upset, it's about taking action, and I'm not just talking about throwing some hands or anything like that, that's not what I'm talking about, what I'm talking about is if you have the power in yourself to take action and keep shining bright, I say do it, so I've taken a lot of action this week. Um, I was at a point this week where I couldn't even focus on my business stuff because I was focusing on negativity that was going on. Okay. You know, and then also I was thinking about certain things. Like sometimes it's, you're not even a problem. Sometimes it's just that when you're doing your thing, people will just attack you. Well, that's, no, what, that's how you know you're doing the right thing. Exactly. So, you know, I stayed in my mind. I stayed in my own zone this week. I mean, I usually always stay in my zone, but this week. It was hard to say, you know what? Stay in your zone. Stay focused. Like, it was hard for me to do a, the interview with my sister, which is coming up really soon. Okay. Um, but it was hard to do anything. I mean, I think I sent you a text message like, I think we need to get another person involved because it's a lot going on. It's a lot that I have on my plate with, you know, trying to work. You're trying to do your business. We're trying to do the show. We're trying to do the clothing line. So it became a lot. But I told myself, you know, I'm not going to overwhelm myself. And I'm not going to let somebody have the power over me to stop me to get into where I got to go. So either way, no matter what you throw at me, no matter what you say about me or what you're trying to do to me, I'm going to always rise to the top. Oh, preach. You know? So I've been just kind of uplifting myself. And it is May, Mental Health Awareness Month. Absolutely. And I feel like this is the perfect show and the perfect week to do this show because I've been tested a lot. Um, it was times that I just wanted to cry because I was like, why is people attacking me? I don't bother nobody. I stay in my own lane. And sometimes it's not about what you do to other people. It's just about people just not liking you, clearly not liking you for no reason. Yeah. So my week, Rick, has been a test. And I believe 100% of myself that I passed it. And I believe that it's something great that's about to happen. So I'm just, I'm excited. I like that energy. How like was your week? Energy. My week was actually uh, pretty interesting. So um, I've been working heavy on getting my kitchen done. So I've actually started designing my furniture and building it. I actually started production this week. Mm -hmm. So uh, I should be done with the whole kitchen next week, which is a good step towards the future. 
Um, also been moving forward to push the business forward a lot, like on all aspects. So I've been getting my marketing information together mm -hmm. um, because uh, we do need to do a lot more marketing with the t-shirts the and all of that. Right. So I've been getting a lot of assets together for that. Um, as well as I had a lot of good quality time with my son. Mm -hmm. Like, I see why people end up being stay-at-home parents. Right. Like, the little guy is amazing, and he's been doing some amazing things. Today um, is two days after his... Uh, him being two months, uh, he crawled to his mama today. Aww. He didn't really crawl. But he did a little scooch. He did like a little low crawl. A little scooch. It, 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 was, it was hard. <laughs> he was screaming the whole way. Like he was putting his all into it. And that right there let me know that the little boy is going to be a fighter. Because uh, he struggled. But he wasn't crying. He was just, you know, like when you like pushing. Yeah. And people be like, ah. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he was doing that. I like, it sounded like constipation. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> all of that. But um, he was smiling. He got his laugh down pack. He got the side eye thing back. Mm. And he be throwing I wonder where hands. he got that from. I don't know. I don't side eye people. Mm. But uh, then he be throwing them hands. I be trying to tell him, like, before you throw the hands, you got to talk. So I be like, all right, so let's do A, B, C. But once you say A, he throws his hands up and start kicking and swinging. And I'm like, okay. If you don't want to fight, don't talk to me. <laughs> hands and feet. So my son is going to be about them hands and feet. Don't get in trouble with him. He will throw hands and feet. Told him the only fair fight is the fight that you're not in. That's true. That's 100% true. So it's been an outstanding and amazing week for me. I've enjoyed myself. But uh, now it's time to get back to the grind. Shoot. Wait, first of all, let's just get into this because this is just itching my soul when i say it's itching my soul to talk about this and i don't even <laughs> i don't think i can really wait until the end of the show let's just hit a few seconds of this abortion stuff that's going on like how how alabama how hey at the point of conception look if you if you in alabama and you touch somebody it is now illegal to get an abortion at point of conception yeah. which means a plan b will be illegal. I don't think so. I don't think no. a plan B can be illegal. Only because the plan B pill is exactly what it is. It's not pregnancy. It is the second step if a condom breaks. That means if you're going to eliminate plan B, you better be sure to get a condom that will not break. Period. But at the point of conception, that's not a, a pregnancy either. But how they do still they, they still swimming through the tubes. Mm -hmm. But it's illegal to do anything to prevent that uh or to Stop or but it's to end kill the feed, that possible prick. It's not a fetus, fetus yet. At, it's not a fetus at conception, but it's illegal at conception. First of all, if the if the state, I'm gonna just say this: if the government is gonna try to tell us what to do with our bodies, first protect. Oh, they're not them. trying. They're not trying. Well, then they need to start protecting us. It's out there. It's still a lot of stuff that we need to address that we not address. Not everybody that's trying to run for a president is like, oh yeah, we're against abortions. Okay, but also, are you against the, like, what about the guns? What about black people still getting shot by the police? Like, what about all these videos, the brutalities, everything that's going on? We're only going to focus on abortions because it's the top thing right now? I feel like what they're doing right now is you start a whole bunch of fires. So nobody can actually be united on one idea. Because you got the abortion people marching right now. Mm -hmm. Then you got the women's rights people marching right now. Mm -hmm. You got the LGBTQ uh, people getting into an incident because there was somebody who had a situation overseas. 
that they found out if you don't have a marriage license, it could become a, a potential issue getting your kids back over here or getting your kids citizenship. So you got people arguing for that. Uh, you got multiple states banning abortion. So that's sending people in a whirlwind. And then um, is it Missouri? Yep, Missouri. Missouri it was next. Uh, Missouri has a a known pedophile. Is it? I have to check on this one. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't even put it out there yet. But there is a known pedophile um, going to be running for office again. He was in office. He lost, and now he's going back. So um, I don't know what's going on in America, but well, I got something to say on behalf of all women, and I'm gonna just turn this song up real loud. Listen, government. It will be a girl's fight if you try. Don't don't bring that to Michigan because I'm sorry. I feel like a woman should be able to do, if that's what you want to do, sis, by all means. I'm not trying to stop you from living your life or however you want to live your life. But what you're not going to do is tell us what we can and cannot do with our bodies. So, I mean, if it's more women than men, we can fight. Okay? Ladies, take off the wigs. All right? Put them bonnets <laughs> on because we're about to go into war. <laughs> but... That was just, I just wanted to touch on that topic because, you know, it's just too much going on. Uh, Georgia has passed after six weeks. You cannot get an abortion. So. Yeah. Georgia. Okay. So the states that's involved with it now, it's Georgia, Ohio, Alabama, Texas, and um, there's a couple more. I have to look those up. I will put those up on the site. Um, But the most extreme is Alabama. Well, guess what? It's about to be a what? Girl fight. And that also includes uh, rape victims and incest. Uh, none of you can uh, be getting abortions out here. So go to California. <laughs> go to California. <laughs> Ready yet? It's probably going to be in your uh, neighborhood hotel, motel pretty soon. If they're going to ban it, they're going to find a way to still Coming do it. Coming to a Walmart near you. Exactly. So with that being said... Oh. What? What you Keep got? Going. What you got? Because there is uh, another thing that's going on with this new trade war that uh, Trump is having with China. I didn't hear about it. What is prices it? are going up for what? Walmart just announced that they're going to be raising the prices on multiple items throughout the store because the price of the tariff is going up mm-hmm. to get the uh, stuff here. Oh. So with Trump imposing more pricing on China mm-hmm. on the back end, companies have to pay more to get the stuff. So, all of those uh, good discounts that you used to at Walmart might be out the door. And think, mm. take this into account. China makes 73% of the shoes in America. Mm. Well, it seems to me that somebody needs to use their gifts and start making stuff out here. Or be a new plug. <laughs> but we'll be right back after this. Alright, so let's jump in and let's get into some numbers real quick. Okay. So, first thing first. One out of five adults in the United States, which is 46.6 million people, experience mental health issues every year. And that's nearly one in 25 uh, per 10 million adults in America living with a serious mental issue. Right. And also, one out of five youth, so this is 13 to 18, experience severe mental health disorders also as well. So that's like you're seeing... 1.1 1.1 adults in the United States lives with schizophrenia. 2.6 has bipolar. 6.9 at least have some type of major depressive episode per year. And 18% of us is experiencing anxiety. 
um, post-traumatic stress disorder, um, obsessive compulsive disorder, and phobias. Those are all considered to be some type of mental health illness. Right. So now these have consequences. Uh, with these consequences, you have 10.2 million uh, that has co-occurrences of mental health and addiction disorders. Uh, 26% of homelessness uh, adults stand in shelters or uh, on the street uh, have serious mental illness. Um, that also brings me back to uh, our episode two when we uh, interviewed those guys who was homeless. Yeah. One guy said he actually removed himself from the home because of his mental condition. Right. So uh, these are real statistics. And approximately 24% of state prisoners um, have some sort of mental condition as well. And also, with all of us giving all these numbers, it's still 60% of adults that have a mental issue that do not receive the actual service. When lined up, the um, actual, I can't even say the word right. <laughs> How do you say the word right? Because I can't say it right. Like, you know, the, um, what's the word? You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. The, 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 I don't. The, 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 the. <laughs> that word. Yeah, that, that word, one. no. <laughs> I can't say it right, so I don't want to say it. So we lined up to where? Just say the word. Like, no, because I don't want to say it wrong. Okay. And you know how I say words wrong. Okay, just say the word. Because when I, I say cow keys and cow keys, and people don't think that it sounds the same, these are two words that sound the same, people. I okay. don't care. I don't the, care. Uh, but, okay, look. No, ethnicity. <laughs> okay. Um, say it right. Say it right. <laughs> ethnicity? Yes. Okay. When, <laughs> it's lined, <laughs> when it's lined up, it's, it's said that African Americans... <laughs> And Hispanics, they get half of the mental health treatments than a white American gets. So that means that our community, the black community, the Hispanic, the Latino community, half of us, we may need the the services, but we're not going. Well, it's not just that we're not going. You think about the cost of the services. Um, One, the free services that are actually in the community are usually overbooked, right? Um, understaffed, uh-huh. because before my grandmother died, she was a social worker uh, for the mental health clinic, or uh, not mental health clinic, but she worked down on the boulevard, mm-hmm. the boulevard in Dexter, um, and she went out and she provided services for um, people with mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, they're grossly understaffed, they're grossly overworked, and they're constantly taxed with new with new uh, tasks when they still have other people they still need to help with the old tasks. So it's like when you're not getting the proper treat or you're not getting the proper financing or you don't have the money to do it, it goes undiagnosed or untreated. But then you look at the people who mainly have the, the funds and the affordability to do it are the people who's getting the treatment and they still fall in the bracket of having the highest percentage of mental health issues. Well, I mean, I'm glad that you brought that up because it actually, this chart that I have breaks it down a little bit more. So if we look at the LGBTQ community, um, these individuals, it said they're two times more likely than a straight person to have a mental health condition. Mm-hmm. It's also said that 11% of trans- transgender individuals reported that they've been discriminated against when they tried to get some type of help from a mental health um, cl- clinic itself. Also, it said that 
um, in this community, the youth in the community are two or three times more likely to commit suicide rather than a straight person. And it's probably because they're being, you know, picked on. So just like you said, it's a lot of barriers when it comes to getting the help. Like, right. you know, some of us don't have the access. And then who want to constantly pay these deductibles and co-pays to go there? And some of us, right. we don't have health insurance. It's expensive. So it's like, it's a lot that's going against us when it comes. And also, it's a barrier sometimes. Language yeah. barriers is different things. So culturally speaking, you know, we're not getting all the help that we actually need. And it's something that we need to discuss. So like we said, it's one in five Americans that experience some type of mental health disorder. And that's just from people that they've... Um, I guess study that actually went to get help. So let's look at it. In your family, I'm pretty sure there's more more than five people in your family. Absolutely. So in your family, it could be someone that is actually experiencing um, anxiety, um, having depression issues, and you may not know it because they may not be as comfortable to talk about it with you because they don't know how you will look at them or how you would characterize them or label them. Well, you also have, um, those are the most popular forms of mental health issues. Right. But uh, you also have, like, uh, still, I can't say this word, uh, dis- disassociative. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> say it again. <laughs> disassociative issues where uh, people can isolate themselves. Right. That is a mental health issue. It is. And a lot of things that we don't look at to actually be mental health issues or to address as a mental health issues are things that also needs help as well. Right. And with those things not being among the most popular uh, issues that people face, mm-hmm. it's like really who do you talk to or where do you go to get help for it? Exactly. And also like most women after they have a kid, they have that PTSD. Yep. So and that's also considered mental, you know, a mental illness. Yes. Even though you may not like the name of it and the label of it, you know, a lot of the things that we experience can be considered, you know, a mental illness or just a mental condition. So, um, what we're gonna do is we're gonna jump into the interview. Um, this interview is awesome to me because I was able to interview my sister and um she has a book out. It's called Soul Tea, it's a poem book. And it is available on Amazon, so look her up. Her name is Shay Johnson, and let's get right into this interview. Hey, y'all. So I'm back, but I am not alone. I have Shay with me, and a lot of you guys don't know who Shay is. Shay is actually my sister. This is Yolanda's daughter. Yolanda is my dad's wife. So hey, Shay. Hey. Um, I wanted to have Shay on a show this month because um, me and her... And the family, we always, you know, we're the girls that kind of, <laughs> what, what did I say? Um, they call us the crazy ones. Yeah, they do. <laughs> um, and I just thought that it would be great for us to do a show. show um, Shay has actually a book that's out right now. It's called So Tea. It's a poem book. And I wanted to kind of go over her, her book with you guys and kind of give you guys more information so you can go ahead and purchase it. Um, one thing, let's really just get right into it. Um, what inspired you to write your book? Well, I started off trying to journal out my feelings when I began therapy back in 2016. But I would say that reading back my feelings, it just felt heavy and dark. And that made me extremely uncomfortable. I didn't like feeling like I was the one creating that. So discovering poetry through um, Tumblr and Twitter... I found some writers and I purchased their poetry books and I just was kind of really inspired how they were able to talk about their darkness in such a beautiful way. So I tried it out and I liked it 
and it kind of made me feel good to be able to express myself in that way. And then me sharing some of my work, people would hit me up and say, you know, I like this and I'm inspired by you and asking me questions about how do I get through it. So one day it just kind of clicked like I should take this and put it in the book. Okay. So um, to kind of go a little bit deeper in it, um, what it what like made you go to see a therapist in 2016? So for a while before I even thought about going to therapy, I had been just feeling down and sad all the time. And I just remember sitting in my room for hours crying, not really understanding why I'm crying and not being able to really control it. Mm. And it was just one day I was getting ready for work and I just couldn't do it. I just broke down on the floor and I'm like, something's not right. Like, I really don't feel like something is right. And I need to find out what's going on. So I Googled what I should do and therapy came up. So I started Googling therapists in my area and I found a therapist. I emailed her for an appointment and I was there like two days later. And that's kind of something... That's kind of um, something that like kind of happened to me too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that my I would always consider myself to have I guess good mental health mm-hmm. when I was younger, um, but I think when my grandmother passed, like everything just kind of hit, and I was kind of the same way where I would yeah. just just cry and just not not know why I'm crying. But you just be just real emotional. Yeah. And I think that it's like, it's a lot of people that are afraid to, you know, talk about that type of stuff. And sometimes, because you know how people characterize it, it's like being just really emotional. Yeah. And a lot of people don't really see mental health as being a real thing. So. Yeah. Because I hear a lot of jokes. A lot of people like make jokes about like, you know, anxiety is fake and, you know, different things like that. Yeah. Um, so you were inspired to write a write a book, and you were you had your way of um kind of expressing yourself now. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say like if someone was listening to the show and they're trying to find what how they can express their, themselves? How would you what would you say? Well, I would definitely say you can never go wrong with writing it out. Like you can go get a journal from like Dollar Tree and just write it out. And start from there because, you know, your feelings are yours, so you have to start with yourself. So try journaling. If it doesn't work, you know, reach out to a friend or a family member if they're not really understanding you and they don't get it and they're maybe not making you feel better. Therapy is definitely something I would recommend. Like, it has changed my life and definitely helped me through some tough times. So I would recommend therapy to any and everybody. Now, what um, what therapy... Um, some people are afraid to go to therapists because they think that automatically it means that they're getting put on pills mm-hmm. or something like that. And a lot of people know that therapists just, they, they talk to you. They do. So a lot of people aren't really educated on those type of things. So they don't know how to distinguish the differences in it. Yeah. Um, what I would ask you is, um, what do you consider men- good mental health to be? Um, good mental health is being able to be in a moment that I would say stressful and hard, but you're able to see yourself through it. You're able to push yourself through it with 
minimum stress. Getting through a stressful situation with minimum stress on yourself. So for me, I do my best to kind of like cheer myself through a situation or a moment and definitely be patient with yourself and ultimately just forgiving yourself. So if you do slip up and have a bad moment, practicing good mental health would definitely be just saying, okay, I forgive myself for that and I'm going to do better next time. Okay. And I guess this is, you kind of went into this, but how do you kind of stay afloat and kind of stay in the positive direction when it's like a lot of stuff that's going on, you know, life still happens, but how do you stay afloat? I'm still learning different ways that keeps me up and above, but I try my best to be intentional with everything. Um, I take my moments throughout the day and I just take a deep breath and I be in that moment and feel it. Like I feel my lungs, I feel my chest rising, I feel what it feels like to breathe it in and to exhale. Or I'm pretty much learning myself. Because with mental health, you have to unlearn all that you thought you knew Mm -hmm. to learn who this new person is that you are now. So Mm -hmm. I'm learning that I work better because being a creative, you know, you have to find inspiration. I work better when I go to coffee shops and bookstores. So I'm doing that more often as a way to just keep me together because it makes me happy. Um, I drink tea, I do yoga, and I meditate. I've been slacking on the gym, but I'm trying to get back to doing that because it made me feel good to just know that I got through an hour workout. That's like really makes me feel good about myself. So I do whatever makes me feel good to make sure that I stay okay. Okay. And in your book, what is your your favorite poem? I would have to say that um, my favorite poem is Hesitate. That was one of the first poems I wrote while in a dark moment. Like I actually wrote it as I was going through it. Most of my poems, okay, I felt that five minutes ago and I didn't like that or I feel inspired by that, let me write it down. But Hesitate is pretty much just saying, you know, I wanna change, I wanna speak up, I wanna voice my emotions, but ultimately I decide not to. And that's what happened in that moment. I should have probably spoken up, but I didn't and I choked. So I wrote a poem about it while in the middle of like really choking. So I just feel like people can read that and they can say, oh my gosh, I like relate to that so much. Because so many people have said like, I should have spoken up, but I didn't. And they hesitated. So that's the one I feel that people can really relate to the most. So it's my favorite. Yeah, that's something that um, I'm actually working on. Kind of, that's the reason, I guess that's kind of the reason for the show, to kind of have my way of kind of speaking out and talk mm-hmm. about topics that I thought that a lot of people don't like to discuss or be really edgy yeah. and stuff like that. Because it's my way of expressing, like, okay, this is who I am. Because a lot of people um, don't really know who I am. They just know, you know, my parents and everything. Yeah. But um, if a person wanted to purchase your book, where would they be purchasing that? Well, it's available on Amazon 24-7 for $12. You can search up So T or Shay Johnson, and it'll pop right up. And, yeah, it's on there. Well, I definitely appreciate you taking the time and doing this interview. Um, it's great that you found your way to express yourself and not be afraid to kind of speak. And, you know. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. I actually have been 
stalking your podcast like when she gonna call me <laughs> <laughs> no i really want to do another one because i want to do one as a, a full sister show and have brandy on here and we all just kind of talk because we gotta kind of have a girl's talk about okay. the parents so we are going to be right back after this all right, so we're back from the interview, and I'm so happy that Shay did the interview with me because um, it showed her ability to be able to express herself right. inside of her poem books because a lot of us are missing that. We don't know how to do it. Absolutely. So let's point out some of the warning signs that people should be looking for. Um, one thing is um, if someone is around you and they're very sad and they're withdrawn for more than two weeks, they're always feeling fatigued or unmotivated, that's something to be aware of. Also, they try doing something to themselves or planning on doing something to themselves or others yes that's also something to be aware about and out of control or taking uh unnecessary risk uh that can cause harm to themselves or others uh, that is a big warning sign and then suddenly overwhelmed with fear for no reason uh sometimes with heart racing physical discomfort and fast breathing um more often known as an anxiety attack but uh, anybody experiencing those, those are warning signs as well. Yep, and I think this is something that you pointed out that's not on here, but feeling numb. If a person is feeling numb for too long, that's something that needs to be addressed as well because you never want to feel nothing. Wait, what, what's too long? Too long, I would say, if you feel numb for more than two weeks, especially when a situation's <laughs> going on, I, I would say let's go talk to someone. Um, also, eating disorders, those become apparent when... Um, there's type of some type of mental health issue going on. Yep. Stress is considered a mental health issue, guys, because stress can take you there. Yes. Okay, it can take you to the edge. So that's something to be aware of, about. Um, let's say mood swings. We're just going to from one happy, sad, crying, angry, really fast, Clear but it's severe. Indicator. That is something that you want to be aware about. And then repeated use of drugs or alcohol, uh, or a drastic change in behavior, personality, or sleep habits. Um, those are some things that you should watch out for. Um, definitely uh, with drugs and alcohol, they don't always go together. Um, so it's one of those things that you do have to pay attention to um, very closely, especially with your friends. Mm-hmm. And then also what you want to pay attention to is people that used to be able, that can focus a lot, they start losing being able the ability to focus. Um, they start being more distracted. And things get a lot difficult for them. And they start to kind of fail. So like, Students, they start failing in school. Like, the grades just go down. Right. That's something to really pay attention to. Sometimes we want to jump to whooping them, but that's not always the case. That so, is not the case. So, you know, be aware that and when peer, people start getting those fears of just doing daily activities that they used to do, that is definitely a sign that you want to be aware about. Another anxiety but issue. Also, it's some things that you can actually do that can help yourself. One thing you want to do this summer is get outside. The sun is medicine, okay? I've never Absolutely. seen someone be upset on a sunny day crying. Can't be. Can't be. You can't be upset in the summer. It is physically impossible. But there are a few small changes that can make a major impact in your life. Um, having Maintaining eight hours of uninterrupted sleep. Mm -hmm. uh, avoiding sugars, greasy foods, salts, processed foods and unsaturated fats mm -hmm. consuming more whole grains greens unprocessed foods um, lean meats unsaturated fats um, eating at least two or three times a day a healthy meal so let's get some salads in there let's take away the fries sometimes let's drink more water at least three liters of water a day all right and then you want to make sure you consume natural probiotics now these are your yogurts miso uh, sauerkraut kefir and uh, 
kimchi. I think that's what it says. Whatever that is. <laughs> um, but definitely when you do yogurts, you want to look at the the whole yogurts, not the non-fats or the lights, because there are uh, microorganisms uh, that are removed from the non-fats and the light yogurts mm -hmm. um, that is essential to having a healthy digestive system. Uh, so definitely take that into account as well. Um, you also want to stay away from toxic thoughts, mm -hmm. toxic people, and toxic conversation. Mm -hmm. That is one of the most important right there. Because the way other people feel can rub off on you. It can. It can alter your, uh, how you feel for the day. Mm -hmm. So uh, staying away from that kind of thing helps you out dramatically. Yes. We all know misery loves company. So mm -hmm. make sure that you stay away from those type of things. And then do something that I do. I have positive affirmations all around my house. No matter what room you go in, you are going to see... A positive affirmation. This is a true story. Yes. I mean, when I'm leaving out the house, when I'm coming in the house, you're always going to see it. And also, keep get yourself moving for about 30 minutes. Put your jam on. Get a playlist. And start just dancing. Grab my twerk in the kitchen if you need to. Wherever <laughs> you need do to. do not twerk in the kitchen. <laughs> wherever you need to. Get your twerk out in because it will definitely help you. Get your and twerk out in. <laughs> one thing I want you to do is every day take time for yourself. Take at least 30 minutes. Yes. Pray. Mo um, meditate, anything that'll make you feel great. And then also what I do, I repeat something to myself every day. It helps me out a lot. Um, I say my life is great. I am great. Everything that's happening to me is happening to me for a reason. My current situ situation is taking me to the next level in my life. I am growing. I am getting better. And I choose to believe in sudden miracles and unexpected blessings. I say this even on bad days. Why? Because your words are power. Sometimes are. you can speak someone up just by saying their name in a different conversation and they'll just call you or you'll just right, see them. Right. So be careful what you say to people about people and what you say out your mouth because that negativity can come right back to you. Absolutely. So change your thinking. Um, change the people that you're around and the situation that you're around. Your whole life will change. Manage your stress. Yes. Definitely manage your stress and that can take you a long way. Now, all of the information that we provided today was provided through the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Um, so you can always check out their site. Uh, they do provide a few ways that you can get help. Um, you want to talk to a doctor, connect with other individuals and families, uh, learn more about mental illness, and uh, visit their website, which is NAMI.org. Yes, and then do just like Shay did. Find your way to... Um express yourself to release any inner anger inner hurt anything release it out find a way to do find it find your outlet yes find it so if you want to rap that's just like poetry you can rap you can sing you can dance you can write a journal anything you can draw art you yes. know everything yes. right now is big you can make art out of anything so learn a way to express yourself um i tell rick like you know this is MWM. We're going to do everything we can to support each other. So make sure you go to Amazon and support Shay's book. It's called Soul Tea. Um, this is not just a clothing line. It's not just a podcast. This is a movement that we have created. Um, this is something to uplift each other. And Absolutely. we are a vibe. So Right. Speaking of vibes, definitely make sure you check out the merchandise. Uh, go to the website, mwmovement.com. That's M-W-M-O-V-M-E-N-T. Dot com. Uh, click on that shop tab and you'll see all of the merchandise uh, that we have. And we always have new upcoming merchandise. Yep. And then also make sure you don't be stingy with the show and share it to one of your friends. More people listening mean we can get our voice out to help other people. So help us help them help you. 
So this has been Mika. And this is Rick. And we out. Peace.